0: be a pro with AC Pro.
1: Happy Saturday. Thanks for rewinding with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins lose game one of this three games set to the Nationals 7-4. Got to keep the morale up. Got to keep the vibes up. Just a couple of games out of that National League wild card spot. I know it's hard, but I'm telling you there's a lot of baseball left. So Let's try to find our energy here this afternoon. But before we do that, let's get to our uh, recap of last night's game. And here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Kyle
0: well, the Marlins have now dropped 11 of their last 14 series openers. They are now 16-26 and 26 in the first game of a series this season. And the Red Hot Nationals stay red hot in game one of this three-game weekend series tonight. Nationals take game one by a final score of 7-4. to four. This is the 10th inning show. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Good to have you aboard with us tonight. And uh, sorry about the results, folks. Always happy to have you and hang out with us. And we'll see if the Marlins can get it going here at some point. Boy, they... Uh, it's been some tough sledding. You know, we talked about this in game tonight and pregame. You could sense the frustration on Wednesday, and I don't want to harp on it and go back to it, but for the first time in his career, Sandy Alcantara had mentioned the lack of run support. And afterwards, Skip was, I think you could say, critical and frustrated about maybe the game plan and the approach with some of the guys. And, you know, frustration is okay, it's because guys care. Um, but the Marlins are also in a position now, and they were 14 games over 500 to end the first half of the season. And with this setback here tonight, they're 65 and 64. And uh, needless to say, they have got to get things turned around in a hurry. They get plenty of help in the wild card standings tonight. We'll uh, touch base on that in just a little bit. But. You know, all things considered, Braxton Garrett gives you a quality start. Marlins crawled back into this thing late, but it was too little too late. Johan Adone, a guy that's really struggled in his big league career, was simply way too much for the Marlins in game one of this three-game series tonight. Adone went six innings, did not allow a run, just one hit. Marlins did not collect their uh, first hit. And I should say he allowed two hits. He originally only allowed one, but they went back and made a scores correction. Adone allows two hits tonight. But the Marlins did not get their first hit until the sixth inning of this ballgame. So it was some uh, serious, tough sledding for the Marlins in this ballgame this evening. So let's go ahead and take a listen to all the highlights uh, from tonight's festivities. Game one of a three-game weekend series between the Marlins and the Nationals. Braxton Garrett versus Yoan Adone. Nationals got a leadoff single from C.J. Abrams in the first. He went to second on a ground out by Lane Thomas. And then after Abrams stole third, he was stationed there with one out for Joey Manessas. This will be the seventh pitch of the at-bat to Joey Manessis. Here it comes, and he hits a slowly, weakly hit ground ball out towards shortstop. Birdie's got it. Abrams is going to cross the plate. The only play for Birdie there, because that ball was hit so soft out towards shortstop, was to throw out Manessis. The put-out goes 6-3, to but a run does score. Abrams manufacturing a run here at the top of the first inning of the Nationals have a one nothing lead. So it was one not the Nationals, and it would say that way for quite some time in this ball game tonight. Marlins got a one out, two base error by Alex Call in the bottom of the first inning. Soler was at second base with one out. rise and Bell coming to the plate, but rise flew out, and Bell popped out, and Johanna Don escaped trouble in the bottom of the first, and that's when he would really settle in, and Braxton Garrett would as well. But after a run scored for the Nationals in the first inning, and the Marlins came up empty. Braxton Garrett worked around a couple of men on base in the second inning. Marlins went quietly in the second. Adone was perfect in the second, in the third, in the fourth. There was a one-out hit-by-pitch in the fifth. Meanwhile, Braxton Garrett allowed a two-out single in the third. He was perfect in the fourth. Worked around a double and a single in the fifth inning. And uh, this was a 1-0 game going to the top of the sixth inning tonight with two outs, top of the sixth inning. Cabert Ruiz singled, and that brought Carter Keyboom to the plate. Garrett out of the stretch and the pitch. Fly ball hit deep left field. Carter Keeboom ah. thinks he got it, and he did. He's gone deep for the second time this season. He went deep in his first at-bat since being recalled in the Bronx. It's a two-run shot for Carter Keeboom. Off of the breaking ball here in the top of the sixth inning of the Nationals have a 3-0 lead and it would only worsen after that before it got better ever so slightly in the bottom of the seventh inning. Garrett went six innings, three runs, seven hits, no walks, and three strikeouts. It was 3 nothing going to the top of the seventh. Stephen Okert came in. First man he faced was Alex Call. He got him to fly out to center field, but then Michael Chavis doubled. C.J. Abrams grounded out. Lane Thomas walked, and there were two men on base with two outs in the seventh inning for Joey Manessis and the pitch line drive smoke towards the gap left center field trouble this is going to chase all jazz all the way to the wall it bounces up against the wall Manessas has a double thought about a triple he'll be content with a two-run two-out double here in the top of the seventh inning and the route is on now it's five nothing Washington that would knock Stephen Okert out of the ball ball game Jorge Lopez came in and the first man that Lopez faced was Cabert Ruiz one and two the count to Ruiz in the pitch swung on and hit high and deep down the right field line Sanchez looking it's off the wall rounding third and scoring Manessas throw comes in towards second base Ruiz is out but Manessas crossed the plate in time that was a terrific play by Jesus Sanchez in right field. Uh, unfortunately, a run did score on that RBI single for Ruiz that ended the top of the seventh inning. So it was 6 nothing Washington going to the bottom of the seventh inning. Johanna Doan, remember, went the first six, allowed a couple of hits, no runs, no walks, and three strikeouts. Mason Thompson came in for the Washington Nationals in the bottom of the seventh inning. He allowed back-to-back singles to Jake Berger and Brian De La Cruz. And then in an 0-2 count, he threw a slider to Jesus Sanchez that was well inside the strike zone. It was not called strike three. That gave Sanchez another lease on life, and uh, he took full advantage of that opportunity. Next pitch he saw. The 2-2 pitch now. Sanchez swings ground ball head. Fair down the right field line. That's played a couple of runs. Boy, the Nationals dugout's going to be hot. One run will score. Here comes De La Cruz on his way to third is Sanchez. It's a two-run triple and oh, I'll tell you what that Nationals dugout is going to be piping hot because the missed call by Brian Onora just cost the Nationals a couple of runs. It's a two-run triple for Jesus Sanchez. Now it's 6-2. Washington leads here in the bottom of the seventh inning. So Sanchez caught a break. He drove home, two with a two-run triple. He was at third base with nobody out, and the next batter was Nick Fortes. Here's Nick Fortes swinging a drive, hit deep, right center field, calls on the run, going back at the warning track. It hits the track. It bounces over the wall. It's an automatic double for Nick Fortes. That plate Sanchez from third. The Marlins have scored three runs here in the bottom of the seventh inning. There's still nobody out. A couple of extra base hits a couple of singles and all of a sudden this one's getting interesting in Miami. It's 6-3 to Washington now. And with Fortez at second base, still nobody out. John Birdie hit a ball off the plate and he beat Mason Thompson to the bag at first, who took a pretty clean feed from Joey Meneses but birdie too much uh, for Thompson to handle in terms of speed. The Marlins had runners at first and third, trailing by two in the bottom of the seventh inning. There was nobody out. There was a pitching change. The Nationals brought in Robert Garcia, whom the Nationals claimed off waivers from these Marlins just about a month ago. So Garcia was on the mound facing Jazz Chisholm Jr., Here's a swing and a ground ball. Hit out towards shortstop. Abrams to Chavis. Throw to first. Not in time. Jazz is safe. A run scores. Now it's 6-4. to four. Jorge Soler bounced into a 6-4-3 double play. And that ended the bottom of the seventh inning for the Miami Marlins. No highlight there. Uh, but the Marlins did get four runs in the bottom of the seventh inning. And it, at that juncture was a 6-4 game. So we move into the top of the eighth inning. And in for the Miami Marlins. or staying into the ballgame was Jorge Lopez. He got Carter Keboom to ground out. Ildamaro Vargas singled. So too did Riley Adams. There was a pitching change. A.J. Puck replaced Jorge Lopez, and he was tasked with facing Alex Call. The 0-1 pitch, and here's a ground ball hit up the middle and a base hit into center field. Scoring from second base is Ildamaro Vargas. A.J. Puck comes in. Alex Call takes him. On the ground into center field, an RBI single for Alex Call. And just like that, it's now 7-4 Washington. So the Nationals getting that run in the eighth inning. Marlins come up empty. They go in order. Robert Garcia with two uh, perfect innings tonight. Didn't walk anybody, no walks, a couple of the strikeouts, no hits, no runs scored. Robert Garcia very good for the Nationals this evening, so he works two perfect innings. This was a 7-4 game going to the bottom of the ninth inning. Hunter Harvey on, trying to convert his 10th save of the season for the Nationals. Allowed a leadoff single to Brian De La Cruz, but after that it was smooth sailing. Jesus Sanchez bounced a ball right out in front of the plate. It was handled cleanly by Riley Adams, and then Hunter Harvey struck out Nick Fortes, and the last hope in this ball game tonight for the Marlins was John Birdie. pitch. That's a shot out towards second base. But right at Chavis, who picks it up, fires it to Smith. The ball game is over. No runs, a hit. No errors. One man left on base for the Marlins here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Nationals win the opener 7-4. And so, again, Nationals win this ballgame by a final of 7-4 of for the Nationals tonight as we take a look at the totals in this ballgame. Seven runs, 13 hits, an error, six men left on base. And for the Marlins, four runs, eight hits, no errors, and five men left on base. Winning pitcher, Yohan Adone, six shutout innings, two hits, no walks, three strikeouts. Adone now 2-0 this season. Braxton Garrett, the loser, a quality start, however, six innings, seven hits, three runs, all earned, no walks, and three strikeouts. Hunter Harvey with his tenth save of the season for the Washington Nationals. Total time of game, two hours. And 50 minutes in front of 12,409 inside the air-conditioned comfort of Lone Depot Park tonight with the victory the Nationals are now 60 and 69 they've won 10 of their last 13 ball games and for the Miami Marlins the struggles continue they're now 65 and 64 just one game over 500 this season For the Miami Marlins pitching staff tonight, they strike out six, and that means that $150 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative.
1: Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say, get his reaction after the 7-4 loss. The biggest challenge tonight with
2: the Nationals?
3: Their starting pitcher. We've got to figure out a way to to get to the starting pitcher. We haven't done a really good job of that lately, Um, maybe other than... Gonsolin, uh we got to figure out a way to attack that starting pitcher and kind of dug ourselves a little bit of a hole um, You know without getting you know Any hits honestly till the that's exactly what happened um, till the sixth inning or so, but you know, we um, Got to figure out how to get attack that starter I mean we did a good job coming back fighting back against Mason uh, Thompson, but um, you know, we uh, kind of dug ourselves a little hole later in the game and them adding on runs, um, just kind of tough to come back from a six-run deficit. For Braxton, another quality start, even with a good final line, do you feel like maybe he even pitched a little bit better than what the line would have? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I, I think he honestly threw a uh One bad curveball and that kind of um, you know cost him a couple runs, but otherwise Brax did what he needed to do. Quality start to win a game, and um, we just couldn't get anything going against their starter. And the guy he, he pitched a great game, um, attacked us, but we, we're better than that. I, I know we're better than that, and we we got to get uh, we got to figure out that starter. Yeah, in terms of I guess attacking the starter, like is it better approaches more gra- like. Just-
1: how, how can you guys get that? Great mind? question. Yes. You, the yeah, if you give me the answer, I'll, I'll,
3: I'll definitely let them know. But it, it's not from lack of trying. It's not for lack of effort. It's not for lack of urgency. It's not for lack of game planning. Um, we have to execute, and we're just not executing right now. Um, that's part of the game is we have to we have to execute the game plan. All that stuff is ready for us. The preparation is there. Um, you know, it's just now we just got to execute, um, you know, out the, on the field. And, you uh, Again, we, we we're really good, you know, getting to the relievers, it feels like, um, but lately the, the attacking that starter and getting to the starter has is, is been uh, been hurting us, um, you know, definitely in the second half. Yeah, obviously that's always different, going up against a reliever versus a starter, but are there things you see in those later innings that, I mean, do like you carry over, basically, or... No, no, no. Uh, I mean, there, there, there. It's not like it's again. It's not lack of urgency or lack of fight. Um, they have that. Uh, we've had many comeback wins because we've gotten to the back end bullpens. But we that means we haven't gotten to the starter. You know, when you have, you know, you have those come from behind wins. So, um, as great as that is to get forward in the bottom of the sixth or bottom of the seventh whatever it was I think it was bottom of the seventh um, we have to get to the starter and um, so that's going to be you know the mission you know not that we haven't been trying before don't get me wrong but that's kind of the you know the mission you know going forward is how do we attack that starter score first and hold the lead. Did you see
2: anything different with Braxton in the sixth inning
3: or no? Uh, I mean he gave up three hits right. So, seven hits, three runs, no walks, pretty good, pretty good line, you know, other than the the home run to to keep him. So, I mean, he had a really good outing, in my opinion. I mean, that's a quality start against a hot team. Um, And, uh, again, he did enough for us to win. We just couldn't, you know, get anything going on the offensive side.
2: In the last game, there were – you didn't like that there were a lot more swings in hitters' counts. Um, was that something that you saw that kind of
3: improved today at all or uh, I think we chased a few times in three ball counts um, But I, I don't think we do I mean, we had some We chased probably a little bit too much today um, Guy had good stuff as well. I mean it's credit to him. really good change up the slider kept it off-balance Running it up on our hands uh, 95 miles an hour um, I know it's not a big name, but that, that, pretty good arm. He, he had good, some good stuff today, but I just think that our offense is better than that, and um, and that's, and I think we will be, um, but you know, we got 30-ish games left, so we got to get going.
1: Braxton Garrett, he went six innings, gave up seven hits, three runs. It was a quality outing for Brax. He gave a team a chance. Let's hear what Brax had to say after his outing.
3: Braxton, just coming out of the game, um, some of the frustration in the dugout, we don't usually see you
2: show that much emotion, just what was the main source of that frustration? Yeah. It was just an inning. I knew it felt to me like I needed to have a shutdown inning there. You know, I got two, you know, pretty quick outs and then the unfortunate dribbler down the line. And then looking back at it, I feel like it was a ball that I could have possibly gotten. Um, And then the homer, obviously. So, yeah, just the results. Um, That's what frustrated me. But, yeah, I got to be better with that.
3: Now that you've maybe had a chance to, to cool off for, for a little bit and, and kind of process more this outing, do you feel it was better than how frustrated you were
2: coming out of the game? For sure, yeah. Like I said, it was just an inning. I, I, I wanted a down inning there and just felt like I let the team down a little bit. Um, but, yeah, overall it was good. Mel was talking to me, telling me how – you know, I didn't make a ton of mistakes tonight at all and, you know, made really good pitches. So it was overall, you know, pretty good start. You just, you know, that last inning just got me. No walks tonight. Your, your walks to
3: strikeout ratio has been really good all season long. What do you think that's been kind of a direct result of?
2: Um, just my competitive level. I, I know with the stuff that I have, walking guys, it just puts me at a real disadvantage. Um, so it just seems to me when, when I get behind in counts, I just trust my stuff and don't try and. And, um, um, nitpick on the on the edge. Skip said that he thought, like you said, you had really good stuff tonight, and that there was only maybe one pitch that was kind of a miss. Did you feel that? Yeah, yeah. Looking back, it, it was a pretty good start overall. You know, the, fir- the first inning, the run scored a little unfortunate there as well, but you know, had a good inning. Um, yeah, overall it was a good start. Made made a lot of good pitches, and you know, didn't make a ton of mistakes. How much the
3: situation of being in the fight a couple of games out in the World and knowing that every game matters more now, but it's in your head and you, know, you
2: sand your day with that frustration and all of that, how much is that in your mind? Yeah, well, you know, we know we're in, a, we're in a battle right now with a lot of teams and, you know, I think it's good for us, to be honest with you, you know, we're getting a lot of experience in games that we feel like we need to win. Um, you know, and that's just the competitive level. You know, I mean, Sandy want to win really bad. And when we don't feel like we're giving our team an opportunity, you know, it'll get to us here and there. But I know I'm sure you said the same thing, but we can do a better job, you know, of maybe maintaining those emotions. And I don't want to get the dugout down, and I, I'm sure I did there. So I got to be better.
1: All right, we're right back at it this afternoon. It's going to be a 4-10 first pitch against the Washington Nationals. The 20-year-old phenom, Yuri Perez, he makes his start for the Marlins. I've got Marlins on deck at 340. No inside corner with Stephen Strom and Kyle Seeloff. Again, 4-10 first pitch, 340 Marlins on deck. We always hope you can join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.